My name is Parker Mays, and over the last few months, I've been working on a podcast called Taking a Breath, all about leadership development and personal growth. Over the past few years, the leadership opportunities and life experiences I've had have led me to re-examine my values. What I found is that I'm passionate about helping young leaders find success and fulfillment in their lives and helping them to take action on their goals. Through this platform, Taking a Breath, I've gotten the chance to share what I'm learning and what my mentors have learned over the years with this next generation of young leaders. My hope is that what you find here today is not only encouraging and engaging, but helps you to pursue the next level of growth in your life. Hello and welcome back to The Story Truck. This episode is an amazing collaboration with Taking a Breath podcast hosted by Parker Maves. Hi, Parker. How are you doing? Hey, doing well. How are you? I'm good. With Taking a Bread podcast, what kind of leaders are you trying to create? And uh, for teenagers, why do you think leadership skills are important, as in for the careers later on? 100%. So specifically, our audience targets kind of the 16 to 24-year-old age range, so specifically young leaders. And the biggest thing with the people that I'm working with, the people that are in our community is we want people to find a place that they are passionate about, that they can invest in, because I believe that people are going to be so much more open to investing themselves in a project or an idea, whatever that may be for them if they are passionate about it. So I think for me, that's been one of the biggest things is not only, you know, teaching people, okay, you know, what does personal growth look like for you, but also what is your passion? Where can you get plugged in that you're really going to feel like you bring value? So those are a couple of the things that for my audience, it's really been important for me. And, uh, and for leadership in general, I think that's a really big theme is if you can find a place where you really feel valued and that you're bringing value, I think that's where you're going to excel. So by this podcast, what kind of leaders are you trying to create specifically? Yeah, 100%. So, and, and one of my big philosophies is that, you know, kind of everyone has the potential to be a leader. Um, I think leadership traditionally has been something where, okay, this front facing person is the leader and that's it. Um, and I think there, there's a few different things that I think one um, servant leadership, which is where even if you're not the one with the title or the one that's at the very front, you can still be leading, you can still set the example. So that's kind of one of the big themes in my podcast is like, even if you're not that front facing person, here's how you can lead. I give the example that I am an intern. So basically, you know, like bottom of the chain at this company that I work for. And even as an intern, I'm not the CEO. I'm not the face of the company. I'm not any, I'm not even the face of my team. And even in that role, I'm able to be a leader because I'm taking the initiative. I am going to put my best foot forward. I'm going to give the example. All of these types of things are really great characteristics of leadership, even if you aren't the one with the title. I think taking the first step itself is a huge thing to being a leader. Taking that initiative is what you're stressing on and that's really great. 100%. Yeah, no, I think initiative, um, like, especially for people's personal projects, like if you're interested in, you know, getting involved doing something, 
completely your own. Like for example, we're, we're both doing the podcast thing. Like a lot of people are like, Oh yeah, I would love to do a podcast. Like that sounds something really interesting, but never take that first step towards it. And social media has given us such a great opportunity to be able to reach new people. I mean, look at us, right? We're, we're across the world right now, but still able to have a conversation all because of technology. Very well said. It's all upon you. You have all the resources right here with you. It's just like you need to take that step and go ahead with it. That's exactly um, right. I've got this question that uh, does parts of your personality, like uh, supposing your body image or anxiety issues, have anything to do with leadership? Yes. So, and this is interesting. I think um, the insecurity side of it, right? Whether it's body image, insecurity about your personality, insecurity about um, a lot of times people, I'm, I'm asking people about putting out content and they say, well, I'm really insecure about being on video, right? These types yeah, of things. A yes, lot of people struggle with this. Um, and, and especially young people, because they're so used to people having negative reactions and opinions about them. So I think this is huge for leadership. I think that the first and foremost thing that you have to realize is before going out, before doing all of this, like what I was just talking about, you have to realize, okay, I just exactly who I am, I have value to bring to people. You have to realize that one, your story is valuable, which is why I love the concept of this, this podcast, your story is valuable. And no matter if you feel like you um, have just a, you've had a boring life or you haven't learned a ton, your perspective is still going to be valuable to someone. Um, and then, and then second, it comes from just, Hey, let me, let me share little bits, start you know, start by talking to my family, talking to my friends, doing those little things that are going to help build your confidence. And then that's going to help you to get out of your comfort zone. I was doing a recording yesterday with a friend where um, she said it, it was so interesting. She said, if you get outside of your comfort zone and find a, one little thing that you're comfortable in and you can build your confidence around that, then that entire place where it was outside of your comfort zone. Now it's inside your comfort zone. So I think exactly. that's the biggest thing is like build your confidence outside of your comfort zone. And then suddenly you're going to feel comfortable there. I think uh, adolescents, especially our age, the main thing is self-confidence. They don't have that belief factor in themselves. So then they, how can they expect it from people that are watching the video? So that's your first, that nudge that gives you the whole uh, experience of going for it. 100%. And it's hard, right? Like I know from my perspective, even putting out content on TikTok, um, you know, TikTok, Instagram, like all these different things, like you're still going to encounter negative people. So I think yeah. that's the first thing is you have to overcome the fear you have to know, like, okay, if I put something out at some point, if enough people see it, someone is going to react negatively. And if you believe, okay, the content I'm putting out is actually genuinely valuable outside of other people's opinions. That's where what we're talking about, which is, okay, we can still put out that content because it's bringing value to people. Don't let other people's uh, judging you get into the way. That's that's a big factor. Spot on. So teenagers do deal a lot with this. What tips would you give them if they want to start something or just become a leader in their circle? So there's there's two questions there. The first one, which deals with um, if people want to get started, where should they start? I mentioned it just a little bit earlier. I think that social media is an incredibly powerful tool right now. I think that if you can, if you have an idea that you should figure out a way 
to incorporate social media with what you're doing, whether it's, so for example, with the podcast, right? The podcast isn't on a social platform technically, right? It's on Spotify. It's on Apple music, really no like interaction comments, anything like that. But if I can create an Instagram page, put out content there, interact with people, then I've got the group chat. Now I've got the zoom calls with people, right? So I think the, the biggest thing for people is how can you fit social platforms or um, content creation into your idea? Which brings me to my second point of that, which is what are young leaders, uh, you know, how, how can young leaders take action, I guess, and or, or what is the biggest um, kind of like growth value for young leaders right now? And to me, it's innovation. I think that if people, if leaders are able to innovate, if they're able to see a new platform, see the potential of it. For example, you know, when TikTok came out a a while back, it's like if, if someone could have hopped on right from the beginning, put out content, you know, now they have the potential to have whatever millions of followers. Um, I think that if you as a leader have the ability to innovate and see a new platform or use a current platform really well, then you're going to see a lot of benefit when you're starting a new idea. Yeah, because uh, the major conflict that people have to resolve is building a network. But I think that comes along the way we all start with scratch and then go on to getting big. Support will draw in. Negativity also will draw in, but then it's up to you of how to take it, constructive criticism and getting better with each step. And I think that you mentioned starting from nothing. It's like, if you can start from nothing and then as you're going, find a core group of people, um, whether it's a team of people helping you put together the project, whether it's a team of people supporting your idea, I think that's so valuable because then you have people that are genuinely invested in what you're doing, right? And then as you're growing, those people are still going to be around you. They're going to be the voices of, of reason. Even when the negativity and positivity comes in, they're going to say, here's how we continue to grow. And here's how to kind of either combat the negativity or right. grow from it. Who, according to you, is an ideal leader in the contemporary world? Yeah. So, and, and I follow a lot of like, um, I'm, I'm in a marketing background. And so I follow a lot of marketing, a lot of content people. Um, there's, there's two people, um, that I follow on social media very heavily that I would definitely recommend checking out if, uh, if you haven't heard of them yet. Um, one is Gary Vaynerchuk. He's, um, in marketing. Um, he puts out a ton of content and is, is kind of geared towards young leaders as well. Um, more, you know, in a broader sense, but um, a lot of the content I think is very relatable for us. And the second one is a guy named Ed Milet. Um, He has a lot of the same um, background in terms of like faith values as I do. Um, He's an entrepreneur. Um, And so he really has been someone who's influenced me, especially in the podcast world, because his podcast is really incredible. Um, Guest interviews, all this type of stuff. So those are two people. And what they have in common is they're really good at using these platforms and innovation to build their brand and build their space. And that's a lot of what I've been learning from them. Use it to your advantage. That's all you can say with these kind of platforms. 100%. What different kinds of leaders do you plan on creating via your podcast? Yeah, so can you clarify what you mean by that? Because I I think the the biggest thing for me is like um, there's this uh, community platform that we have kind of put together. And uh, 
it, it's interesting because there isn't any one specific like type of leader, I guess, or like there isn't any one background of people. So I know a lot of people will focus on like, oh, we want business, like just specifically business leaders or specifically. Whereas when I'm building, especially this community platform, we have, you know, STEM majors and engineering and, and um, entrepreneurship and business, just like all sorts of um, majors there. Do you, are you kind of talking about one type of demographic of people or just kind of like a, a personality type? What, what do you kind of mean by that? So I thought you all focused on specific careers. Is it that way or no? No. So actually, yeah, that, that's really interesting. And while I do um, a lot of the stuff I'm talking about on the podcast is kind of business focused or marketing focused, the, the community and the listeners are actually from a really diverse um, background. So I try not to limit it, even though I've limited it um, to kind of young people who I'm targeting. I try not to limit the um, specific content to like only this type of people could benefit from it. So yeah, um, while a lot of the people I'm bringing on are from a business background, I think everyone can learn from each other's stories, like what we were talking about earlier. Yeah. So I try not to limit it. Yeah. Just to like one career field. But the thing is that it, exactly it should be one career because you can gain some sort of knowledge from any person, any person's story, any person's background. So that's the great thing about providing that platform for people to listen to it and just gain some value from it. So that's really great. And, and my big goal is like, how can I bring in people each week that yeah, anyone could benefit from? So like I've brought in teachers, professors, entrepreneurs, nonprofit owners. I mean, like all of these different um, sides of things. And really at the end of the day, the conversation isn't as much about business as it is about growth. So instead of me asking, you know, like how has your career in business you know, changed you or, or that type of thing. I'm asking, you know, what lessons have you learned over the past few years, right? Because then they're saying, you know, things that they have learned that can apply to more people as opposed to specifically using those um, questions that are going to kind of box people in. What books would you recommend on leadership if anyone wants to read about them? Yeah, so um, there's there's one book that I'll specifically recommend by the guy that I mentioned earlier, Ed Milet. It's called Max Out Your Life. Um, it's a it's a real short read. So if people um, don't love reading, it's still it's literally a hundred pages or something like that. Really short and really high quality. Um, one thing that I I know we mentioned before the call is that I have not always been a huge fan of reading. And so um, I know that a lot of people aren't. And so if you're listening today and you aren't a big fan of reading and you don't um, necessarily want to check out book recommendations, I definitely recommend finding this resource that you prefer to learn. Because even if it's not in a book format, there are still a lot of resources out there that you can learn from. We see the YouTube, we see the podcast space, all of these different resources now that are outside of the traditional like book where you can still be learning, you can still be growing. Don't think just because you don't like books and you don't like school that you don't like learning. Because if you find something you're interested in, I genuinely believe that you will enjoy the process of learning. And there are available alternatives also. You can hear it while you're jogging or something like that and always gain information in any sort of way. My next question is once you become a leader, there are these certain responsibilities that fall in. Maybe you have uh, rebellious subordinates and uh, people judge you for every decision that you take. Sometimes you have to take the stand for your team loss. 
how as a leader do you cope with such factors? Yeah, so this is really interesting. One thing that I've found is, and, and it's hard because it's different for everybody, is one of the most important things, especially what you're talking about in a team setting where you have actually people like quote unquote reporting to you or, or you know, behind your decision is like, how can you, you know, get them bought into the vision? So for example, like with, with the podcast, if I have a team helping me, um, you know, doing audio editing and content and all this stuff, like from the very start, whether it's an interview or, or whatever that looks like, are they bought in to the long-term vision? So what we're doing now, you know, expanding the podcast, doing all this marketing, like we need to make sure that our team is bought in a hundred percent, because then if you can make a decision as a leader, like what you're talking about, then no matter what the decision is, as long as it's 100% supported by the vision, which they're supporting, then you're going to see that success. Now, I understand that it's not always like that 100% of the time, but if you can com clearly communicate what the, what the um, reason is that you're going for a decision and it supports the vision that they agree with, then that's where you're going to see success as a leader. I'm really glad you brought about this vision, the concept of a vision, because many people, many leaders in their speeches as well have spoken about this specific vision, which has, which is the reason they found their goal and the reason that they led themselves towards their goal. So the team also has to have that parallel vision side by side, or else it's not going to work. That, that's very well said. How can students be a part of this leadership program or any, how can they get their leadership skills? How can they scale up their leadership skills during the lockdown, COVID-19? Yes. And so right now, if you're in a position where you're like, ah, oh, well, I'm stuck at home or I, you know, I don't have opportunities to get involved. I think one of the biggest things is to find resources, right? And we just mentioned it. There's tons out there. Um, for, for example, like if you're interested in what I've been talking about, which is this community of young leaders interested in growth, literally all you have to do is use the, the link in our bio, right? It's so easy to access resources today, right? They're all out there. There's no excuse for you not to be accessing them, um, but it's just about finding the right one that's a fit for you. And so right now, I think it's, it's easier just to consume content um, from the, the far side as opposed to actually engaging because you, you don't have as easy access to actually engagement with people, which is why we wanted to create that resource where people could actually listen but then also engage, meet new people. So that's been kind of my problem solving is not only like putting out content because that's great and sharing your story is so important, but actually being able to interact with people, see how they're receiving it. How are they reacting to it? For me was a really big part too. How they're benefiting from it as well. So you get that satisfaction at the end of the day. Okay, I did this and so many people benefited from it. So you feel really great as a podcaster, as any content creator for that matter. 100%. And it does feel good to get that validation. And the only thing that is a struggle is like, if you're putting too much value in just the validation, then that means that when someone comes and has negative feedback, you're also going to potentially react to that as well. Right. So my, my um, advice is always, and this is how I do it as well, is like make sure that you are putting the most value in the people that you're closest to or that are in your circle that have your best interest in mind. Because then you know, like if they say, hey, like this episode wasn't that good, 
okay, I value your opinion. Like that actually, thank you for letting me know, you know, what can I do differently versus if some random Joe off the streets, his first time listening says, oh, this, uh, this, you know, this episode's terrible. You're like, oh my gosh, you know, if you put too much weight in his opinion, it can really um, do damage. So I think, you know, put, put your, um, put the value of their opinion in the right people. That's the biggest thing. There's this very famous quote, leaders are not born, they are made. So I want you to throw light on that. And do you agree that everyone, everyone in this world can be a leader? What is your view? Yeah, so I like I like the quote on um, leaders are born not made, right? Kind of uh, inspirational type of thing. But and I do think to some degree there is a lot of um, a lot of truth in that, right? That someone can grow, someone can learn how to be a better leader. Um, the the one thing I would say is that people aren't going to naturally grow into leaders. They have like, you have to really put in the work. You have to, from your side of things, you have to really focus on your personal development, grow in the places that you have those weaknesses, identify what your weaknesses are, right? There's so many things that are a lot of kind of quote unquote work that people don't realize when they say, oh, you know, I want to be a leader. Well, okay, well, let's look at your strengths and weaknesses. Let's look at how you interact with a team. Let's look at how you um, resolve conflict. I mean, there's so many different things that go into it. So, so yes, while anyone can be a leader. It takes work. You have to identify those things of, all right, where do I need to grow? And what are the steps that I take to get there? Yeah. The key is basically being self-aware, as you said, about your strengths and your weaknesses and accepting your weaknesses, willing to be working on them, making and turning those weaknesses into your strengths. So that's what someone told me. And I found it really valuable because as humans, all of us are flawed. We're not perfect. None of us are born into this ring of uh, superior people that, okay, we can lead, the others have to follow. No, it's not that way. You can do it too, but that initiative, that thing should be there. That should come from your side. That's and exactly then the right. rest is history. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, the biggest thing is, so if you're someone who's been listening to this today and you're like, yo, um, I really am interested in personal growth or you're interested in getting connected with, you know, the community, anything like that. Um, I mean, I know we'll, we'll, uh, link the, um, you know, links below and everything. That's perfect. So yeah, we'll, we'll 100% get you connected. Um, I think the biggest thing right now is even if it's not with me, make sure you're spending intentional time this week and throughout the, the next couple of months of like, how can I still be growing even in spite of all the things that have happened this year? You know, what have I learned from it? What am I taking away from it? And then coming out of it, like, how am I going to continue supporting the people around me? That's, that's really great. Thank you. That was very well said and truly, truly inspiring. I hope everyone that's watched it tries and gets ready and gets in the race and takes up that leadership. Thank you. 100%. Thanks for having me.